The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Benito Skinner. I'm Mary Beth Barone. And this is Ride. 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 I see sex in every city, every town. Welcome back. You've been waiting to debut that for a it's long time. It's almost been months when you think about it, but I do think that lyric from Troy Sivan's Honey, that's in Honey, right? Yeah. I listened to the whole album straight through. Sometimes I forget which song's playing. That song, that line, talk about ride tour. I see love in every place. I see sex in every city, every town. That's the ride tour to me, personally. You know what's crazy is that they thought we were done. They thought we were done touring, but I'm here to tell LA Baronies and Miami Baronies we will be at mm-hmm. EatsCon in Miami in February and we will be at Netflix is Joke Fest in May. Welcome to Miami. Anonista, <laughs> Ami, Ami. Bouncing in the sun where the heat is on all, all night, night on the beach of the break of dawn. We're going to go to the Versace mansion with Terry's parents. I swear to God, we have to. Field trip. Let me get my permission slip signed. <laughs> I mean, come on. Wait, I missed you so much. I know. People don't really understand right now that I am actually currently in London and it's midnight and you're in LA. I FaceTime Mary Beth and she's like at a club. You're at a poop. You're at the poop. And you answer no matter what. She answers. What if it's And then she'll like pass around the phone and she'll go, Benny, say that to them. <laughs> and it's like a new Brit every time. It's a new Brit from TV every time. <laughs> Oh, God, I love it here. Come on, kid. Come back to us, kid. You should move to LA in 2024. No, baby. You're so loud. You're so loud. Well, we hope you all enjoyed the Encyclopedia of Ride. Yeah, you're probably, it probably wasn't enough. You fuckers are insatiable, but that we like that. We like you that way. That's why we did that is to keep you ravenous. Exactly. Some people were like, oh, I'm not caught up. When people say that to me, I'm like, Okay, we'll go home right now. Yeah, what are you what are you doing here? Do you have your AirPods? My AirPods are whores, by the way. They literally will try to link with everyone. The second I open my AirPods, they're like, Terry. Hey. Oh, okay. Okay. We're okay. in the New Year. Two seconds in, kid. <laughs> you have not changed, kid. Come on, kid. I don't know if I can tell this, and I'll ask Terry after. He gets pat down because he gets pat down at every single TSA, no matter what. We'll bleep because his and we'll be like, I don't know. You guys figure it out. <laughs> you guys can figure it out. It's his head. It's his gun. I had to just tell you that every single time I'm walking through and obviously they have to check my butt. You could have bombs in that thing. TSA is looking at my butt. I've been traveling a little bit. What a privilege. TSA and just security in general. I want a conference. I want to run it at the UN and I want to talk to everybody. We got to figure out laptops. We got to figure out what we're doing. Are we taking them out? Are we keeping them in shoes? Why are we, what's going on there? We are sometimes, we're not. That's confusing to me. Well, and the whole liquids thing, I feel like we definitely took that seriously when we needed to. And now maybe Mm -hmm. we could sort of roll it back on that. I know, but would that mean that we aren't safe? That's my thing too. I'm like, well, can I blow your mind? I think that girl over there should take off her shoes. 
she's wearing pleasers. You're like, take them <laughs> off, bitch. I'm like, I You're know not you got fooling anyone. Those, girl. Good luck, Cad. Something someone told me once is that, okay, so you can only bring on like four fluid ounces or whatever mm-hmm. of, of a thing. Because if you have too many ounces, you could like make a bomb. What if you bring mm. on 16 four ounce bottles of the same thing and it's all like liquid bomb powder? This is similar to you in the elevator saying in Vegas at the wind saying that you're going to count cards. Be very careful. Talking about TSA at Dear Media. I'm just saying, if we disappear, you guys. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. Break the rules. <laughs> I, don't I don't care. My thing with that, though, the reason I always check a bag, too, is it's like I'm not a fucking chemist the night before. I'm putting my full bottles in there. I know. Like, I can't be like drip, drip. And then it's like all like oily and stinky. I don't Let's want say it. there's definitely room for improvement at TSA. I really feel my heart goes out to everyone that works at of TSA. Of course. Because as much as they announce things to everyone, people still manage to get it wrong. And yes, things change on a dime, but it's yeah. really crazy how much people don't listen in those situations. TSA, my heart goes out to you. I just want consistency in all forms. And I'm sure you do too. For so, your benefit and for ours. Of course. You don't want to have to, for me to ask every time, laptops. Shoes. Shoes. Dude. Dude. Come on, dude. Can we get some consistency, dude. Saying dude and come on is obviously huge <laughs> already. New era. Yeah, yeah. I don't know era. if there's another era to tell them about other than just walking into rooms and saying, I see sex in every city, every town. And to Troy Savon, I ask, have you been to Kansas City? And was it Kansas City, Kansas or Kansas City, Missouri? Exactly. I can think of a few towns that felt pretty sexless to me in Idaho. I love, you know, I love my hometown, but. Boise's definitely got some sex, but I've been to a few places that felt pretty. Um, the home of Miss Racktober is sexless? Oh, no, it's not, sister. Oh, when I was home in Idaho, there was a car that didn't have a license plate on it and it drove right into the torch, which is where the Racktober Festival is held. And yeah, I just, I hope my girls are okay. It, it drove <laughs> into the parking lot or it drove into. It cut me off and then drove right. It went literally, oh, my exit went four lanes across and right into the torch. And I thought, hmm, okay. May God protect my girls tonight. Yeah, we're always thinking that about strippers and TSA. So God did not protect one of his girls one night. Since we recorded our last episode, a woman said night fag to me at the Ludlow when I got out of the elevator and the Golden Globes happened. And that's about it. The Golden Globes came and went. And everyone's talking about Selena going up to Taylor and, and you know, talking about Timothy. If you read her lips really closely, if you zoom in, she leans down to Taylor. She taps Taylor on the shoulder and Taylor goes, what? And Selena just says, I'll be, be famous, famous soon. soon. I'll be famous soon. And Taylor goes, yeah. And then someone says, no. And Selena's like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be famous soon. So. Babes. What have you been up to? Well, I came to England, which was huge. I spent Christmas with my family. Then I flew the day after Christmas, got in the 27th day after Boxing Day for all those who celebrate. And then I've been here bopping around town doing shows, but I am heading back to New York. By the time this comes out, like God knows where I'll be. ExpressVPN will make sure that no one knows where you'll be. You'll not even never God. Know. <laughs> not you even God can find you, sis. Since the new year started, it is an election year, as we know. I've mm-hmm. been trying to figure out the best way to talk to the Baronies about this upcoming election because all hope is mm-hmm. not lost. There are a lot of things that mm-hmm. we can still do to have an impact. 
Hey, obviously we would like a democratic president, correct? Yes. We want to have abortions. There's a fabulous political strategist named Brian Derrick, who we will be working with throughout the year to let us know what the Baronies can do, how we can take action, and how you can spread the word to your friends who maybe don't listen to Ride, which is absolutely insane and disqualifies them from bestie of the year. But we just need to be taking action because this is a really scary election coming up and we need to do the work. Yeah. Hey, army of love. It's time to take action. And the battlefield is the ballot this year. Exactly. Also, I'm really sad. We're not going to flip the Senate. We're actually probably going to lose the Senate. It's bad. It's bad. But you promised. You promised we'd flip the Senate. I know. I know. And we're not going to. So I just want to prepare people. Managing expectations. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for that, my love. Back to award season. Yes. So the Golden Globes. <laughs> Speaking of voting. <laughs> the Emmys. Something happened at the Golden Globes. Something very spunky. Something very classic. We have been waiting to do this carpool. This is our carpool. I love that we're coming back with a carpool. It's how we align, you and I. Mm -hmm. It's how you and I finally see eye to eye. They started a best actress in a comedy, drama, musical, or sketch. And they got to Miss Jennifer Lawrence. She looked at the camera. She mouthed, if I don't win, I'm leaving. There's our crass, bubbly, fabulous girl next door. And for today's carpool, we have to ride for none other than then Jennifer Lawrence. J-Law. Ah! Welcome to the J-Law carpool. Oh my God, rev your engines. This one's going to be a freaking doozy, kid. O-U-A-I. Wow. Way, you've got us by the balls, kid. I freaking love Way. That detox shampoo, I use it every single day. I love it. I think people don't shampoo enough. You know what? Your scalp needs to be cleaned, you dirty, dirty girls. And I'm obsessed with it. I love the the chill pill things I throw in the tub. Talk about how a good hair day makes you feel. Do you crush your day with more confidence? Do you wish you could have salon quality hair every day? Did you resolve to take better care of your hair in 2024? <laughs> I want to hear what, how good hair days make you feel. Oh, you want to hear how good hair days make me feel? Yeah. Well, my hair looks good. I could take on the world. I could take on giants. You could lift a car. I could take on Trump. Get on I could your, do anything. Get on your way to Good Hair Days in just five minutes with Way's new hair gloss. I didn't even know about this. Not only does hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhances color vibrancy to get your hair looking and feeling healthier. Oh my God. Okay, so I used this when I was on vacation in Cabo. <gasps> oh my goodness gracias. People were going crazy. I like, it looked like I had just stepped out of the water. Very Kim at Met Gala. I have to say, Way has so many amazing products for your hair. They have a leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo. They have fragrances. They have exfoliators, which isn't even listed here, but I use their exfoliators. And they, of course, have hair oil. They just have everything. The fragrances are my favorite part. Okay, so Way, they have these like absolutely fabulous, very like, global. It's very like pimping all over the world vibes. Mm -hmm. They have um, Sydney's iconic Bondi Beach. That's one of the fragrances. Bondi Beach. It's so bon good. Bondi. Um, oh, Bondi Beach. Sydney's Bondi Beach. I never said I was smart. And then <laughs> they have like a Paris one. But all the smells I've smelled for my girls that way. Whew, fabulous. I can picture them in their lab coats testing new smells. Give your hair a glow up with way. Go to 
T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use promo code RIDE for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code RIDE. Have it your way. Ultimately. Okay, here's what we're going to say. We've talked about it before. We'll talk about it again. I need my girls to be shopping at quince.com. It is my go-to for luxury essentials at affordable prices. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Like, do you understand what Quince is doing to the market? Well, how do they do that? I I bet it's by by partnering directly with top factories. I mean, that's how they're able to cut the cost of the middleman and pass on the savings to us, the consumer. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Also, I realized recently this sweater my sister had got me, um, this delicious polo sweater, was from Quince. Really? I saw the tag and I, I went, hello, Quince. Good to see you, Cad. I see someone's being influenced. Shout out to Katie. Just, just a little, my sister. I have my black bodysuit, as you know, and a fabulous pair of earrings. So give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com slash ride for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's right. Even on the two satanic holidays, Halloween and Christmas. That's quince.com slash ride to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash ride. I'm going to go shop for some winter essentials. Hey, shop till you drop, my good sis. Yeah, totally. Like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50. Whoa. Sign me up. Hey, Quince. Me looking at a whole table of people pointing to my sweater. Hey, Quince. Get in, bitch. It's a carpool. Okay, but I'm driving. Carpool. It's hard to even know where to start because this is something we've been sitting on for a really long time. We knew since we launched Ride, we wanted to do a J-Law carpool. There was a carpool list before we started. We had lists. We both had Jennifer Lawrence on a press tour. And then we had the film Mother. I've already done the Hunger Games franchise and I haven't even talked about some of my favorite line reads of her. I think the, the logical place to start is the first BuzzFeed article you read about Jennifer Lawrence. I'm ready to talk about it. Let's do this. So there I am in college, Boston College. I'm in my dorm and I'm scrolling on my little laptop. This was when I read a lot of uprocks.com and uprocks mm-hmm. has a film movie cinema subsidiary called Film Drunk. And I remember when this little movie, this little indie called Winter's Bone came out. Oh, and my God. The guy who writes for Film Drunk said, keep your eye on newcomer Jennifer Lawrence. She has a powerhouse performance. Obviously, I'm paraphrasing. And he was like, I just think she is going to be the next big thing. Do we talk about it? The red dress. I mean. At the Oscars. She shows up. Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein. No bra. Why would you need one? No bra, of course. Fabulous. Perfect spray tan. Perfect hair. I can't even. It like actually, it gives me goosebumps and makes me kind of cry. What she did that day. She brought cinema back. And at that time, she was already in talks for a little franchise, a little adaptation. If Just you will. one of her franchises. Literally. How could I even forget Mystique? Mutant I walked in and here proud. not even thinking. <laughs> Mutant and proud. That's what you should have said to the woman in the elevator. <laughs> no, oh my God. She said, night fag. I held the elevator. I turned into Mystique and I said, mutant and proud. <laughs> I should have done like the emergency button on there and made it so that she had to like figure that out or called the fire department so that she had like a five minute inconvenience. <laughs> That's my comeback. <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach her. 
literally. Oh, that would definitely would have. She was in discussion for X-Men, discussion for Hunger Games, and then Silver Linings Playbook. So my first encounter with her, I knew about the winners, but I hadn't seen Winner's Bone at that time. But I saw her at the Oscars and I was like, wait, she's so funny. She's like, she's just real. She's real. And I saw this BuzzFeed article. It was like everyone in classes, you would look at all the screens in front of you. Everyone was just scrolling through BuzzFeed things and taking quizzes. By the way, every BuzzFeed quiz I took, no matter what, it the result would be that I'm a fairy. Like it would just be like, you're a fairy. It was hell. <laughs> Those quizzes, no matter what. It could be like, which friend's character are you? And it'd be like, and you're a fairy. fairy. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, perfect. But you would just see everyone scrolling through, like Jennifer Lawrence saying that she wanted to go home and eat pizza. And I I love that era. It makes me warm. I feel good. I feel safe. I feel like she sort of made it okay for non-comedians on talk shows to have personality. She sort of originated Expect the Unexpected. Now, her on a press tour is so magical because she's doing all these interviews. And one particular talk show appearance that I always go back to, the sacred text, is when mm -hmm. she did Colbert, The Late Show, I believe it's called. And she mm -hmm. took off her shoes and they just started drinking alcohol. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. And honey, that's just J-Law. I love that. I love when people do that and then everyone goes, God, she just, she never had any media training. <laughs> When is media training? No one's hit me up. Are we not big enough people? <laughs> I think I think because we are the media. We're dear media. <laughs> exactly. We are dear media. This is where media training takes place. <laughs> so then Jennifer stars in The Hunger Games, which you know how much those mean to me. I did see The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I thought it was a great addition. I miss Jennifer. It's hard to hear that music, see that world and not get Jennifer. She should have won multiple Oscars for those performances. I can't believe how busy she must have been in that time. Imagine saying that at the Oscar and the Oscar goes to Jennifer Lawrence Mockingjay part one. It's pretty violent. That's what they don't tell you. Well, of course, it's war. It's children and teens murdering each other, like sort of ruthlessly. Yeah. For, for sport. In order to remind them of the rebellion that came <laughs> towards the Capitol. Don't do that again. <laughs> and it's just really fucked. <laughs> it's very geopolitical. President Snow, you're fucked. Another thing I love about J-Law is that she and I have a Republican past. We were raised Republican. Yeah. She does a fabulous interview in Vogue about how growing up, Republicans were positioned as the underdog. And that's why it's wow. like such a weird thing that they, they're able to say they're like, they're the underdog when they're really not. It just melts your brain. Yeah. Growing up with that mentality. It's crazy that my two favorite women made it out. I know. No one's getting out alive. <laughs> I, Hunger Games, obviously huge. I'm like totally obsessed. Also, she was so safe for me because at the time, all, everyone was obsessed with her and thought she was so hot. So I could be like, Jennifer Lawrence is so sexy. And the room of guys would go, yeah, yeah. Woo! That's what we would do. They would all go crazy and we'd all just like fucking dance and like go just freaking berserk. But, yeah, J-Law, she's just America's darling. Well, she fell at the Oscars. That was huge. But I actually thought, you know, that's not my favorite Jennifer Lawrence moment. If you ask them on their favorite Jennifer Lawrence moment and they say when she fell at the Oscars, they're not doing the work. They don't know her. Because like although do. that's very iconic and it's it's heritage, it's Oscars heritage and it's J-Law mm -hmm. heritage. She just has almost too many iconic moments to name in a 35 minute podcast. She also has my favorite, one of my favorite line reads of all time. So this film, Red Sparrow, which should have been 
the new born films. They should have been the new born films. But unfortunately, the world is misogynistic. So we never got the second Red Sparrow, which sucks because I love that movie and I think it's fabulous. She goes to her uncle and he goes, I hope you're not mad at me. Something like that. And she turns to him and says, you sent me to whore school. That was you coming back from BC. (laughs) (laughs) You sent me to whore school. And then I dropped out and then I started working at Warby Parker, two floors below Harry's. Mm -hmm. That's my girl. God, she's good. One of my favorite moments. There are some quotes from women I admire that I've printed out and framed. And I have them Mm -hmm. up on my wall. One of them is from Katy Perry when she famously said, the biggest lie we've been told as artists is that we need to be in pain to create. Mm -hmm. That's just something to think about. One of them is Jennifer Lawrence. She was doing press at one point and she wore a Versace dress on like a rooftop. And I guess the male co-stars she was promoting with were wearing like jackets and stuff. It became a news story that she wore a dress when it was cold. Well, of course. And she had to like respond. So her response was, I would have stood in the snow for that dress because I love fashion. And that was my choice. (laughs) Oh, my God. Do you have chills? You've got us by the balls, girl. Seriously, it was a gorgeous Versace dress. And and she had these like round sunglasses on. It's it's one of my favorite looks of hers. But I want to talk about a movie called Passengers. Mm, I thought you wouldn't. She and Chris Pratt star in this movie called Passengers based on a book. That has to be a book. Oh, yeah. Well, all of the most fucked up movies are books. Mm -hmm. Cruel Intentions. Ever heard of it? (laughs) (laughs) so passages was huge for me I I think it was one of her first like intense sex scenes and I believe they drank alcohol while they were filming to like loosen themselves up but then she got hung over while it was still filming she just (laughs) said that in an interview which I love it's raw and real I believe Mm -hmm. she is one of our last like real celebrities left she's a movie star she has draw she's a movie star do you know that's the term I just found this out she opens it means when you're you're the lead in a movie and people go to the theater for you. She opens. Uh, some people don't open. She's kind of definition. She opens. Yeah. I can think of two people who can open. Right, Marshall? Mm-hmm. He's spreading his legs. You can't see. Take me through Passengers. I only saw it once in the theater and it was, I will say, my least favorite Jennifer Lawrence film. I actually saw a video about how if they had restructured the plot to make it non-sequential, it would have been a better movie. You make art and you make trouble and you just see what happens. But Exactly. You pick up the little pieces along the way. In that movie, Jennifer Lawrence had a bob, which was huge. And I believe I did get a bob cut after seeing that movie. Something about the way that she was just like owned her space and her power in that movie with her bob haircut. I was just like some of my body image issues I like worked through while I was watching that movie, which I don't think the filmmakers intended. I don't know if that was their intention with that film. They showed (laughs) us Chris Pratt's ass in that film. (laughs) So trying to just my brain's doing some (laughs) trying to figure out what exactly they wanted us to take from that one. Also, I can't even imagine how mad I would be at that prick for waking my ass up to spend all that time with him. (laughs) Could you imagine? I kept thinking, what if he woke up a lesbian? That's what went through my head the whole time. (laughs) She's like, oh, no. (laughs) And then click. She goes back. I love what you said about Jennifer, though. I think that's so true. That kind of confidence and her consistently owning her narrative and her body. It was so disgusting when that like, I don't know, some insane security breach happened where all these famous people had like nudes out there. What? What? That was so weird. 
I like didn't trust people that year. That was really freaking scary. And she had, I believe it was a Vanity Fair cover where she talked about it and she looked gorgeous of how like violating that was. And I just feel like she's always owned herself and her narrative. She has an incredible moment in one of the Vogue 73 questions. It's my favorite moment in all those. They look at her and they said, what's one misconception about you? And she looks at the camera and says that I fucked Harvey Weinstein. And then she keeps going. Oh, that it just gave me chills. In a Vogue video. And I just, oh, she's just, she owns her freaking power. She has a few good interviews. I don't know if I can point to one where she talks about like people getting sick of her, which is a natural thing where we build women up and then we tear them down because it's just like fun, I guess. That's kind of like playful for us. And she talked about like, yeah, I just went away. I just needed to. People like were going to start hating me and they did start to hate me and start to turn on me. And it woke me up to that. And you see it pretty much consistently always. It actually never doesn't happen. 2024, who's the kind of baby? Something to look forward to, Ken. Picture this. It's 2011. I'm at Coachella. I decide <laughs> I'm going to drop out of college. And I what do I go and do? Now. I, I can, can see, see it, it now. now. I go work at a little startup called Warby Parker. And what do mm -hmm. I know? One of the other founders of Warby Parker starts a brand called Harry's that is here to disrupt the razor industry. And guess what? They were two floors above us in the building. And you said, I fucked my way up to the top. <laughs> Wait, Harry's so cool. It's like a little bag that comes and it came this week for me. It's like a little shaving cream. So cute. And a razor. It's so easy. People forget about shaving cream, but it really makes the shave so much closer and silkier and smoother. Sometimes to get what you want, you just have to challenge the status quo and blaze your own trail. You know who also challenged the status quo? Harry's. They saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry and decided to do something better. And when they were explaining this brand to us at Warby, they were like, why do all men's razors commercials have like a rocket ship going to space? Like, what does that have yeah. to do with razors? No, they're totally different. NASA and razors. Come on, dude. Don't do that, dude. I'm not stupid. You know what? Also, Harry's has these like delicious body washes and the scents are like redwood, wildlands and stone. And I can't smell those like other ones that everyone used in high school and stuff. You know the one I'm referring to. Of course. Oh, also, one thing we haven't even said yet is that you can get delivery of the razors so you can schedule refills because people aren't really changing their razors enough. And the refills mm -hmm. for Harry's are as low as $2, so it's half what you'd pay at other brands. Don't settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with the $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash ride. That's harrys.com slash ride for a $3 trial set. Thank you, Harry's. We love you. I'll see you at the office, kid. Is your January looking dry as the fucking desert? <laughs> you better get some lotion, get a humidifier, or better yet, get Drizzly, the go-to app for drink delivery. I love the idea that when it's blistering cold outside, if I'm all cooped up in my house, I'm lotioning, mm. I'm humidifying, I can still mm. get drinks delivered, even in dry January, because they do have non-alcoholic beverages. And I will say I saw an article about dry January and it was like, is dry January actually good for your health? And I'm like, who wrote this? A bottle of whiskey? <laughs> exactly. Hey, Jack Daniels, there are easier ways to tell us you don't listen to Ride than We're listen to the Drizzly you, ads. Ken. <laughs> Come on, Big Pharma. With Drizzly, you can compare prices across local stores to get the best price on a huge selection of drinks perfect for dry January. That means you can look at all the mom and pop shops as well as the massive superstores. 
And you can see if you'd rather support local business or go big pharma. I recently ordered Topo Chico from a liquor store, locally Whoa. owned through Drizzly. It was so oh cool. Oh my God. I bet the liquor store was like, huh, interesting order came in. Three limes and four Topo Chicos. <laughs> they have non-alcoholic wines, ready-made cocktails. Grab a straw and order them up. Beer without the alcohol? I mean, take your freaking pick. You can find all of them here in the app, in the phone that's in your hand right now. Hopefully not if you're driving. Could it be any simpler? Nope, not a chance. So shop for great deals on all your dry January beverages. Say that three times fast. Dry January beverages, dry January beverages, and other drinks. And get them delivered to your door or blanket fort, maybe. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. Blanket, blanket fort? Yep. Oh, I wish you and I could build a blanket fort. And sip on some topo. It's hard because I use the word fort for farting, so it's hard to like see that word used in any other way. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. I loved saying that. D-R-I-Z-L-Y. Must be 21 and over. Not available at all locations. And don't forget to lotion your elbows. They're looking a little dry. Wait, I love that. That's, That's like cute. sassy. It's self-care. Oh, yeah. Drizzly's got a little sass to it. Okay, J-Law. Yeah. But before she went away, she said, before you call me anything else, call me mother. Exclamation point. That film, we recently watched it together. Watch Mother with your bestie. It's an allegory. Here's my thing with Mother. So Mother was Darren Aronofsky. Mother came after Black Swan, which was a very linear story. It was commercial and it was successful. Mm -hmm. Mother was marketed as a similar thing, which it was not. Mother is an art house film. It has a lot of different layers. As you said, it's an allegory. It mm -hmm. is extremely textured and scary, honestly terrifying at points. But I feel like people went into the theater thinking that they were going to see something like a black swan. And mm -hmm. it wasn't that. It, it was like you left and you, you were supposed to think about it. It was supposed to stay with you. It's jarring. I won't lie. There's a great quote that she has about it. This article in IndieWire, Jennifer Lawrence admits she still doesn't totally understand Mother. Us, before we saw it a second time, then we totally got it. Well, I was sleeping with the director, so I had cliff notes. <laughs> That's what she said. God, sorry, she's so fucking real. That film felt like, you know, not to speak for women, but I'm gay, so I have to. I simply must. It seemed like that's just what women do. They give everything and it's never enough. And then at the end, they're just cast aside. And there's a new one, a younger one. There's something interesting about her doing that and then going away for a few years. I love so many things about Mother, but there are very visceral moments, very evocative moments in that movie of what it's like to be a woman. And mm -hmm. I, I've never seen it portrayed on screen in that way. Even if you watch the movie and you don't totally get exactly like what every single moment is supposed to mean. As a woman watching that, I feel the feelings of like begging someone like, please don't leave me here. Don't mm -hmm. go. I don't feel safe. And then they just they just do. No matter how hard you beg and plead. They love my book. My book, my book. They love my book. They love my book. And then all of a sudden they're, they're, they're painting her house. Do the line read. I need to hear it out of you. Come on. <laughs> Why are you in my house? <laughs> Why are you painting my house? Why they are you paint? painting my house? It's a fabulous film. And I feel like, you know what? Grab some popcorn and turn it on. It's going to mm. be a, it's a wild ride. I could say that much. Yeah, mother on the boob tube. I mean, that's a perfect night. The years without her, when she went away for a little bit, she got married, she had a kid and I love that for her and I want everything for her and happiness and peace. But 
God, I miss seeing her on the screen. God, I missed her opening. Causeway. Causeway, gorgeous. I thought that was so beautiful. And she talked about how she fired everyone. She fired everyone because she was like, I'm not getting the scripts I want. I don't have to do these big like blockbusters every time I want to do things that are meaningful. So I thought that movie was beautiful. I could really watch her in anything. And then no hard feelings. Obviously, we knew she'd be a comedic force, but I didn't know it would be like that. I was giddy buying a ticket for that and sitting down in the theater, Regal Mm -hmm. Essex. I sat back in the reclining chair. I know I'm going to have a good time at this movie. And I can honestly say it's the hardest I've laughed at a comedy in probably a decade. I mean, they just don't make them like that anymore. And she was so natural and funny and just gorgeous as ever. And like, damn, comedies are back. No, literally, comedies are back at the Cineplex. And musicals are, but we're not going to tell you. (laughs) I love this, like, gaslighting being done where people go to movies and are like, it's a fucking musical. I did. It happened in Wonka because obviously I had to see Wonka. Ribbit. Super cute. But and it was really hard. It just scared me when he said that in the theater. No one said Ribbit. And that, like, Mm. pissed me off. Okay, no one in Idaho listens to Ride. The scene on the beach where she beats the shit out of kids. Well, they were teens, in fairness. Oh, yeah. The scene on the beach where she beats the shit out of teens. Like, that was special. Not that we need to talk about nudity on this podcast. I read interviews where she was just like, it was in the script. It's the funniest script I've ever read. And Mm -hmm. I, of course, was just like, yeah, I'm so down. Yeah. Owning her body, doing it, killing it. God, J-Law. I hope if I ever meet her one day, I look at her and I go, J-Law. And she goes, Benny Drama 7. She says, queer as folks, Benny Drama 7. She goes, queer as folks, Benny Drama 7. She's like otherworldly to me. Yeah. I just don't think anyone is doing it like she is or ever will or ever has. To see Jennifer and she's like wearing a Dior couture dress. and Well, we haven't even really touched on the fashions because now that she's back out promoting things and we're so thankful, Mm. her fashion from red carpet to going to the grocery store, she doesn't miss. Quiet luxury. Are you going to post about it? I've never seen a bad look from her. I've never seen a look from her I didn't like ever. Katniss Everdeen. Remember when she charted for that song? To all this J-Law rhetoric, you know what I say? What? Are you? Are you? (laughs) Coming to the tree. I have to add that to the ride playlist. Jennifer Lawrence at the Oscars in the red dress. She could have taken the mic and said, I'll be Be famous famous soon. Are you? Coming to the tree, I strung up a man, I say who murdered three. Strange things have happened here, no stranger would it be. If we met and me, that in the hanging tree, are you, are you, are you, are you? They were going so hard. <laughs> they were bumping this at the Capitol. <laughs> they're, they're killing all these. They're literally killing all these people. This was at the gay clubs at the Capitol. Oh, for sure. Fuck. She's a triple threat. I need bass nectar on that. So I'm going to just read through some of J-Law's, I was going to say discography. It's discography to me, just so (laughs) that we can highlight 
all of her best work. Okay, this is where it all began. We have Winter's Bone. We have Light Crazy, which is a romantic drama that she's in as a supporting role. Absolutely fabulous. Mm -hmm. X-Men First Class comes out in 2011. Then we have The Hunger Games in 2012. Also in 2012, Silver Linings Playbook. Lest we forget, she did a little horror movie called House at the End of the Street. Oh, I love that movie. The range that, she, I mean, she can do horror. She can do comedy. She can do ride. We can't oh, do J-Law, but she could do ride. She could so 100% do ride. She yeah. did another Hunger Games, American Hustle, X-Men, Days of Future Past. Then she did an ode, an homage to Serena Vanderwoodson, a movie called Serena, a little period piece. Oh, I didn't see that one with Bradley Cooper. I felt oh, like yeah. no one wanted me to see that. Yeah, were like, it was kept look from at us. This. It was kept They were from like, us. look at the poster. You got enough, sister. We have two more Hunger Games, Joy, X-Men Apocalypse. Pa so <gasps> she does Passenger's Mother Sparrow in consecutive years. Joy. Yeah. Can I say something to you? Joy. Joy. God, What's I in for that. 2024? Joy. Joy. I put all caps for a reason. Don't look up. Causeway, no hard feelings. All I can say is that I hope she doesn't get sick of the spotlight. Although as many breaks as you need, babe, you take them. But I just want her to be like a Meryl Streep. I'll age with her and I'll watch mm -hmm. her till my last breath. Exactly. I'll have her on my VR headset before I go. Watching yes. Catching Fire. As you fade away. As I fade away. I just want to thank her for all she's given us and know that like we ride for you always. Jennifer, we know you're listening. God, we love you, kid. <laughs> love you. Are you? Are you? We will post some of our favorite moments, fashion, mm -hmm. talk show, woman on the street stuff on mm -hmm. Ride the Pod. We can't wait. Yeah, her big her big time is woman on the street. She ran around flat iron with a mic. Her and her <laughs> husband, Cook, just sort of walking around. Yeah. That's what I call woman on the street. What did you think it meant? Are you? <laughs> Are you? God, I just love J-Law. J-Law's mine. I feel like we forgot J-Law, you're stuff. mine. She's crass. You know what I love about her? She's crass. She has a potty mouth, which is something I'm going to ride for. You're looking at someone who's got a potty mouth. Well, as you know, for carpools, we don't get into ride or die. We both ride and die for J-Law. I can honestly say I would take a bullet for her. I mean <laughs> that in a non-sycophantic way, just in like a, I think she has a lot more to bring to the world than I probably do at this point. So I don't think that's true. But Mary Beth Barone takes bullet to rib cage to spare Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> She survives, though. She's a mother. You'd serve it. What a lot of people don't talk about is she took a year off to do activism, to combat <sighs> gun violence. I'd do anything for her. If you speak ill upon Jennifer Lawrence, just know two people are going to pull up. To two your people. house. Why are you in my house? Oh, because you talk <laughs> shit about our girl. Because you talk shit and you don't use ExpressVPN. So we can find you. It took two seconds. Seconds. Your data isn't encrypted, gorgeous. <laughs> Well, another episode of Ride is in the can. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you had a fabulous start to the year so far. I love you so much, Mary Beth. It's love just good you. to see you, kid. It's good to be back. Will you send London my love? I will. I'm going to wave to everyone when I leave. Okay. Cheerio, Gavna. Oh, my exit. Benny, babe. Eyes on the road. Benny, look out! Ride, ride, ride. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.